everyone, this is Bros, and welcome back to the plantation. We out here, y'all. I feel like I've been saying this so much, but I'm sorry it's been forever since I've talked to you. I've been working like an idiot. Little Red, my truck, broke down, and oh, it was the biggest headache. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've had car troubles uh, recently or not, but... I have a fucking nightmare story. So out here in buttfuck nowhere, I got a flat tire. And I took my my insurance company towed Little Red, my truck, to a local mechanic here in buttfuck nowhere, Texas. And that mechanic gave me a new tire, looked at my truck, and said that I needed a bunch of new shit made me pay $350 cash with no receipt for the work. And ultimately, whatever that scam artist did to my truck, it broke it even worse. And so then the next day when I called that mechanic and I said, hey, buddy, um, you know, my truck is completely fucked now. Like it was fine when I brought it in. All I needed was a tire and now it's immobile. And that was a huge issue. So he told me for another $850 that he would get it working again. And I just like, I'm from New York. I'm from an Italian family. I can smell a scam from a mile away. And I just fucking knew that this guy, this mechanic out here, he stole my fucking money and he was trying to steal more fucking money from me. So I was really pissed. I didn't say nothing. You wouldn't believe y'all. You would not believe. I didn't say nothing to this mechanic. I just took my losses, cut my losses, fuck them, moved on. So I went and I found myself a better mechanic who came highly recommended from people that I know out here in town. And it was another $1,400 to fix my truck after the other asshole stole $350 from me. So all in all, this is almost an $1,800 week. And as a sugar baby, as somebody who works really hard for their money, um... That really set me back. That was a fucking shitty, I feel like I was taken advantage of because I was. Uh, I'm so angry. If I go in and if I see that first mechanic, the one who stole my money, I'm going to kill him. Like, I am going to fucking jail. And so I'm just not even going to confront him. I'm not going to speak with him. Um, One beautiful thing that I want to say about living in buttfuck nowhere is that I made a friend. I made a beautiful friend. Her name is Chelsea. She works at the gas station that I go to every day to buy gas and beer and whatever. And um, we got pedicures together. She's a, now she's like my only girlfriend out here. Sorry, Emily. Emily in Houston, if you're listening, you're still my number one. You're the craziest, baddest bitch in the world, and I love you. But anyway, Chelsea's neat. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Chelsea is addicted to meth. So maybe she's not the best friend. But she's all I got. So (laughs) I had such a nightmare with my vehicle breaking down. I don't know if you're poor and if you've ever had car troubles. But when you barely have money for your own bills and then your car needs like $1,800 worth of work. 
that really sets you back. Uh, not only does it set you back, but it now I, I owe people favors. Like, I was calling in favors from all over the place, and my mother had to come out of town. She had to come in from Houston to help give me rides, and I missed, like, three days of work because my fucking truck was fucked, and it was a nightmare. Um, It was awful, and so I just want to get past that. I want to move past that. And if you're out there, if you're struggling with money, and it's fucking Christmas. I mean, for Christ fucking, Merry fucking Christmas. Thanks for fucking me on my truck. God, I hate that mechanic. Anyway, so <sighs> if you're struggling out there, I'm struggling with you. And we together, y'all, I'm with you. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get through this. I promise you. The beautiful thing about money and financial issues is they are so temporary. They are so fleeting. And if you are, you know, circumstantially in some kind of debt or having monetary issues, just please know that it's not forever. And it doesn't matter. Like, money doesn't matter. But what does matter is the people that do right by you. The people who are there for you. Like, my family give me rides back and forth from the mechanic because there is no Uber where I live. There is no taxi where I live. There is no bus. There is nothing. Like, <laughs> when your car's broken down out here, good luck, bitch. Like, you better have some friends. Because if you don't have some fucking friends, you're going to be fucked. And thank God I have a forgiving and understanding boss who didn't fire me because that's super real. I mean, missing multiple days of work because you can't get there. Um... So yeah, that was just a nightmare and, uh, I'm really glad to be over it now. And I was granted help from my mother and I met a really quality, good mechanic, uh, after the first one who was fucked up and shitty and a piece of fucking human garbage that I want to kill. But I met a really nice mechanic and he's cute y'all. He has a cute accent and a deep voice and he's real tall and kind of skinny and he has all his showing teeth, you know, he's got all his teeth. Uh, they're not white, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Am I, am I right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I had a few sugar daddies hit me up this week, which it would have been really nice to have an active sugar daddy where I'm living just to say like, hey, just pay for this. Just take care of this. And that's the beauty about like young women like me who sometimes we just need help like financially and there are things that money can do that favors can't do like what if you're an introvert what if you are an introverted woman and you don't have the wherewithal or the social confidence to reach out to people that you've met and say hey I need a ride I need this you know help me please I need help well then you need a sugar daddy or some quality family, or just a really fucking good friend, you know? So I think that the value of sugar daddies has been pervade in this last week more than ever. And me not having one is so frustrating. So we're going to take a super quick commercial break because, you know, I like to keep these bitches short. Um, and when we come back, I want to talk about Big Daddy I want to talk about some other sugar daddies that have been contacting me kind of out of the blue. And also, I just want to spread some positivity and Christmas joy. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. And if you don't celebrate the holidays, fuck yourself. No. 
I'm just kidding. We'll be right back after this. Merry Christmas, bitches. And we're back. Thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, so I, first of all, I want to address the guy that I met. The tow truck driver, the super sexy, who's my age, handsome, blonde hair, blue-eyed, six-foot-five, sexy, swagger-filled country boy that came and picked me up. The guy that I met from my last episode. Yeah, so he's a flake. Um, I texted him the other day just saying like, hey, how's it going kind of thing. And he didn't even respond to me. So that's such a bummer. Like <laughs> when you meet a guy that's really sexy and on the spot, he's like, oh, let's tease and please each other. Fuck yeah, boy. Let's go. Like you got it going on. You got the height. You got the weight. You got the hair and the eyes and the everything and you're turning me on, boy. Like, let's go. And he's super not interested. That fucking crushed me. That's why it's called a crush. Because you're going to get crushed. So let's get back to the important hombre. The big daddy. Oh, big daddy, big daddy. God, why do I love him? I really don't know why. So we were supposed to meet up yesterday. But like I said... My truck broke down and my life has been fun and interesting to say the least. No, it's been shitty and fucking full of debt, but whatever. <laughs> um, so Big Daddy texted me today and he said, you're going to get punished because I was supposed to be at his penthouse today or excuse me yesterday. I apologize. I was supposed to go to his penthouse, but I didn't. And so he texted me today and he said, you are going to be punished. I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no, motherfucker. So I called him and I said, hey, daddy, like, you know, I care about you and my truck broke down and I'm sorry. And you know what he fucking said to me? He said, I think you've been fucking somebody else out there in the country. I was like, first of all, <laughs> daddy, nobody meets my body mass index standards or dental standards. <laughs> Like, it, as in dental hygiene, to date in this fucking county in buttfuck Texas. Just saying, right there. And then there's the fact that I'm in love with him and I would never fuck around on him and I cannot fucking believe. Okay, that's a lie. If sexy tow truck driver guy wanted to fuck me, I would have done it. But Big Daddy is out of line <laughs> because I haven't seen him in months. And it was his birthday a month ago. I bought all this kind of lingerie, sexy ass, thigh high stockings, like high, brand new high heels. And I was going to show up looking like a fucking dime, you know, fake eyelashes looking good as fuck. But no, you don't want this snack. You just want to complain about how I'm not driving three hours to see you. And he's just so frustrating. He's like, you're going to get punished. He's like, I'm going to beat you. He said, I hope that you don't have any plans Next week, because I'm going to mark up your face and body. And I'm just standing here like, hold on, daddy. Hold on, big daddy. I love you. Like, I'm in love with you. But somebody who's in love with me would never hit me. Would never strike me or put marks on my face. Or tell me that I couldn't see my family because I'm going to have a black eye because you're going to fucking... Brutalize.
brutalize me and fuck me so hard and beat me that I can't be around my family. Like, that is so fucked up to me. And I've listened to my old podcast about how much I love him and how much I care about him and what, you know, like an amazing guy he is. And then the the phone call that we had today, I think that that really set me in focus and that really lined out my goals because I listened to the podcast about me crying over him and how much I loved him and I wanted to be the one for him. And the phone call that I received from Big Daddy today was like, I'm going to beat you until you're bloody because how dare you not be here? He said, you need to bring that slave pussy to me. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I haven't had no good dick in four months. Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm sad. I'm alone. I'm out here. I have fucking car problems. Like my truck broke down and nobody was here but my family. Big Daddy, he wasn't here. He didn't help me. He doesn't give me any money. Who the fuck are you to tell me that I'm going to be punished for not being at your beck and call? Like, that made me so conflicted. I thought I loved him. I really did. But that's the beauty of love. It's self-interpreted. And guess what, bitch? I'm wrong. I've been wrong many times and I'm fine with being wrong. Like, that doesn't bother me. I'm wrong about Big Daddy. He's a piece of shit. If he was any fucking quality human being, he would have asked me first and foremost, how are you? Are you okay? He should worship my fucking face and body. He shouldn't want to beat me. Fuck you. If you think for a fucking second that I'm going to show up for a beating... When you haven't loved me, like shown me love in four months, I'm starving. My body is starving for more than just food. It's love. And he doesn't have it for me, clearly. Consequential reparations for your fucking inconvenience is not good enough. That is not love. That's you being a selfish cunt. And guess what, bitches? His dick doesn't work like it used to. Sorry. That's how it is. I cannot believe that I cried over him and I was in love with him, quote unquote. It wasn't love. It was lust. He had some good dick. But my suspicions, I don't know. I think that he's a piece of shit. I think he's getting fucking old and things are changing. He wants more control over me and I have less and less time for him and he's making me look like a fool because guess what? I am interested in somebody else. Sorry, but I am. And it's not big daddy y'all. It's my boss. Sorry, not my boss boss. Just to confirm like one of my kind of supervisors, but yeah, no, I don't know if big daddy retains his luster. I think he's lacking luster these days. And especially the fact that phones work two ways. And our conversation prior, just before today, I told him, I said, listen, if you want me, you need to tell me. Because that's all I want. I want him to want me. But no, he wants to punish me. And he told me on the phone today, it was so embarrassing. I was at work and he called me and in front of my boss, in front of other people, 
He's like, you were fucking somebody else, weren't you? So jealous, so crazy, so out of line. And so then I'm, you know, audible to my bosses. They can hear me. And I'm saying, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. My truck broke down. There's no one else. How embarrassing. How fucking embarrassing is that? That's so embarrassing. (sighs) Do I love him? Yes. God damn it. I do. But not this much. You know what I'm saying? I love myself more. I'm so fucking goddamn strong. I'm like the fucking Xena warrior princess that you always knew that you could be. And I'm out here working my dick in the dirt. Metaphorically. I'm working my clit in the dirt out here. I'm fucking working. I'm making it happen. I've got donkeys. I've got chickens that rely on me. I've got a cabin. I'm building a house. Motherfucker, I'm busy. You want to be pissed off? You want to beat me? What if I beat you back? You fucking geriatric motherfucker. You want to hit me? What if I hit you back? Guess what? I got guns, boy. Sorry. I don't want to be like that right now. I'm just, I'm just mad. I'm, I would never hurt him. But seriously, if he thinks for a second that he could raise a hand to me, my beautiful face, the wrath of Italy will come down upon that motherfucker and I will fucking hurt him. He better not hit me, y'all. If he hits me like he used to, I'll be fucking mad. That's not love. That's just a brutal fucking relationship. That's not what I want. I want babies. Like, I want, I don't know, maybe not right now, but I want somebody who loves me, who will cherish my body and kiss me all over, not be me. Fuck you. Sorry. If you're in a relationship like that, you need to scram, bitch. Anyway, this is as honest as I get, so... I know it's been a long time since we've spoke, and for that I do apologize. There is some commercials that my podcast company wants me to record, like free commercials for drunk driving and adopting kittens, and I'm not going to do that, but just know that you shouldn't drive drunk and you should adopt kittens. So there it is. That's my free marketing so all right y'all thank you so much for thank you so much for tuning in sorry i just burped i've been drinking and eating oh my god it's so embarrassing um if you know me at all you know that i couldn't give a fuck less but i do love you and i thank you for listening and i hope that this helps so if you're in any kind of relationship that demands too much of you quit like Move the fuck on. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to put up with him. And you know, if you heard the want to hear me cry episode, you know that I love him. But I'm willing to fucking leave him in the dirt for my own self because I am more important. And if you're in a toxic relationship, you are more important. You are so much more important. And no one can love you the way that you can love yourself. And you need to love yourself. And fucking goddammit, it it is time that I listen to my own fucking advice. I'm going to love myself more than this motherfucker. Because he's never truly loved me. But I love me. My mother loves me. My father loves me. My brother loves me. My family loves me. And I'm going to love myself. Because he doesn't. Seriously. And I'm going to leave him. And it's going to be fine. <laughs> I'm not going to shed a fucking tear. I'm not going to lose a minute of fucking sleep. I promise you. Because I'm good, bitch. I got me. You don't need a fucking daddy. You don't. 
they're nice. They're really fucking nice to have. Trust me. I love vacations to France. I love fucking drinking wine in Napa Valley. I love that shit. I love the bourgeoisie motherfucking. Yeah, show me the world. But at the same time, you know who I love more than everything in the world? Myself. So love thyself. Merry fucking Christmas. Happy fucking Hanukkah. Kwanzaa, whatever the fuck you celebrate. Happy holidays. I love everybody. Um, Hopefully I'll get to talk to you guys really soon. I'm so sorry it's been so long since I put it out an episode. This is going along, but you bitch don't care. You know I love you. Stay tuned. Rose out.